0: Are you ready to leave your nine to five? What does it take to start a side hustle? How are people making a living from the internet? Act Natural with John and Courtney is here with real stories and honest answers about what it takes to balance work life and family time. This lifestyle podcast explores the entrepreneurial culture in a practical way. Let's shatter that perfect vision of people on Instagram and break down the myths of what you really need to finally start. Tune in to hear these two millennials balance their six businesses nonprofit, small town politics, and a new baby who refuses to sleep through the night. This is Act Natural with John and Courtney. back with act natural with john and courtney how are you john i'm
1: doing so good we got our new video set up i'm so excited
0: i'm equally as excited <laughs> slash 90 percent nervous
1: that's okay uh, today is a big topic today because we are talking about small town politics politics is difficult to talk about um let alone small town politics with starting a business so I'm excited about this. Can you define what small-town politics is?
0: Uh, I was trying to think about a definition for small-town politics, but I think the -the behind-the-scenes goings-on. The
1: -the behind-the-scenes goings-on is what small-town politics is. What's going
0: on behind the scenes, that small-town politics? I don't mean this in a condescending way, but I honestly think about... Middle school student council. Okay. Not even high school student council. I think about middle school student council where it's like, um, yeah, so-and-so said they're going to vote for you, but only if you um, yeah. give part of your – Hall pass? Not even a hall pass. <laughs> like Only if you uh, pass the ball to them at this game – you know, like every chance you get, and it's like, what? And like for basketball season or you know, whatever it is. This sounds so stupid.
1: No, it is stupid.
0: Uh, sometimes there's some really stupid, petty stuff that goes on in small town politics in every single small town. Yeah. Promise. And it reminds me of middle school. Middle school in Crossville, Tennessee. Crossville, Tennessee. What up?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And it's, it's been difficult to deal with a lot of these small town politics being a new business, being a transplant inside of our local area. We live in Martin, Tennessee. A lot of our businesses are based inside of West Tennessee, specifically inside the city of Martin. And we've had a lot that we've had to deal with. One, just starting a service-based business. I guess all businesses are service-based in, in a sense. But in the restaurant world, giving a product consistently every single day, dealing with the public, having that honor of being able to serve the general public, but also dealing with other people that are inside of the service industry, not knowing what your motive is, could be in concern that you're going to take business away from someone else, having an attitude of, you know, I don't know, I don't know about these guys. A lot of it
0: is a reaction. And I almost want to define reaction versus a response. You know, so a lot of the time you'll see, businesses, and we'll get more into this, you know, in a little bit, but you'll see businesses acting out of like a fear of something's going to cut into their own sales. So I'm going to react instead of let me take in the information, let me take in the circumstance, and then let me come up with a polished response to you. It's that a lot of the times um, you'll see a quick like Acting out.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And and being a small business, and if you're trying to start a small business in a small town, you need to be ready for a lot of different reactions and reactions from these types of politics inside of uh, maybe the local MBA. Uh, Martin Business Association is ours, so maybe like a local business association, the chamber is a big deal. Chamber. Um, (coughs) Yeah, joining the chamber is a big deal to the consumers. And I think for so long I've really confused... and and I guess confused in the way of of merging Mm -hmm. the reaction instead of a response. And Mm -hmm. then I didn't know that there was different types of groups. So I thought that the reaction that we were getting from, um, say, more the political side of the organizational structure behind the city. So that reaction that I got, I thought that's what the people actually were feeling. People in the
0: city have different motives. The people in the city want different things. Yeah. Your you, your city um, citizens are gonna want
1: more value. I mean, value. they, they want, want more shops. They, they want, want more things to do cute
0: town. They want cute things to happen in the cute town. They want to go to the shop and they want to have a big variety. They want small town events and yeah. they want to create a home for themselves. And they want to invite other people to that town and say, I love Martin. Every time you talk to someone from Martin, it's always, you know, how long have you been here? Yeah. Kind of thing. Um, and a pride in that. And, uh, just an excitement, ownership of this is my small town we grow with it whereas the
1: well think about the individual person like it is more valuable to live in a small town that has uh two coffee shops three coffee shops four coffee shops there's more for those people to do there's yes. more for those people to do if there's like five bars if there's multiple places to go out to eat five bars. how dare you have five bars in this small little town right there's just a big deal like people want more to do but so from that perspective, you know that if you're starting a small business in a small town, you know that the people want more to do. But here's the caveat. Here's the big catch. Here's the catch. If you come into a small town and wage war on the people who have already been there, you are, you are giving them less value. They want more options, but they don't want an option that is greater than the other. If your option oh, yeah. threatens other options from being in business then that's when it becomes kind of tricky.
0: And that's what's really great about the people. I think that the people just want more altogether. Yes. Whereas sometimes some of the people...
1: Who own businesses.
0: Yeah, or like your city officials maybe. When you look into that middle school structure, there are motives, right? And so people say, well we don't want to have this business here if it means it's going to take away from this business that's been here and, and for x minute. and you years, could understand that and this family yeah. owns it and there's a history cuz this family has you this, know this, money this, or whatever and
1: they've donated or, and to these campaigns been, you
0: know pouring in and they're a huge contributor to this park or i'm just making stuff up but there are different motives behind the scenes that the like citizens of Martin don't even know about because the citizens of Martin just want more. They just want a fun little town. Well, let me
1: tell you that I was really encouraged. Other motives. Yeah. Like with the advancement of like social media and how all businesses are now like required to be on social media, the power is inside of grabbing attention and you no longer have to go and kiss the ring of those of the elders before you and in business before social media. Um, you very much had to get approval to be in the town. You had to get approval from the other businesses mm-hmm. if you were new. And if you did it, then no one would support you. But now where people are able to get value from going directly to the the, the audience, like directly to the population, right. there's been a switch inside of, I don't like calling it power, but there's been a switch inside of the attention. Now people can go direct to the source
0: this is all about attention. This whole conversation.
1: And losing attention. Like, I feel yes. like there's been a, a big fear, um, even for us to be inside of this space and inside of this area. We've been, I mean, we lived in Martin for a little while, though. I mean, it's been I mean, I mean, six years.
0: Okay, I've been here since 2011.
1: Yeah, no, no, we're not born here. And a lot of people have said, oh, yeah, hey, you know, don't, don't do anything because you're not born here. I said, well, You know, things have really changed, like going straight to the people and giving them value. People are loyal to the value they are given. They're loyal to nothing else. And it should be that way. That's the market, right? So if you come in and give extraordinary value or just greater value, then the people will respond to that. It's no longer um, these weird relational ties to this person supports this person, so then I'm going to support them because it's in best interest of me. They don't care anymore. Because they're already getting that value Mm -hmm. and that's a big deal being like starting a business in a small town and realizing that there are there is going to be some backlash between um, the elders of the town and from people that are concerned that you're going to encroach on other people's businesses but wrestling some feathers ruffle ruffle those feathers. Um, but there has to be a clean motive. There has you, if you're going to serve people,
0: has to be giving value to the people. It has to be pure white giving, did I say motive, giving value? What did I say? Your motive has to be giving value to the people. It has to be a clear, just clean, no other kind of agenda going on. I want to do the best. I want to offer this in the menu or I'm going to offer this my service and I'm going to give this to my service and I'm going to donate this there's so many people who are just anytime there's a fundraiser they're like yep I'm going to give to that like I think that
1: community-minded people if you're going to have a business you must be community-minded because you're serving the freaking community Mm -hmm. um so in contrast with this uh like growing up I used to play baseball and I never did anything really good, but I uh, I really love the competitiveness of it Okay. Um, and getting into it. Um, at age, I think I already talked about this, but it was early, like at age 12, 13, um, I was working at my dad's barbecue pit that we had in Chester County. I was working very, very hard at a very young age all the time. Um, and I made a decision to like leave behind baseball, leave behind all of that, the sports life, and to commit myself to work. And I was a teenager, I was a young teenager. And I didn't stop working for, I mean, even past when I met you, we finally have been slowing down a little bit when Henry was born. Um, but I worked most of my life. And I have I have always kind of missed that just natural competitive, um, like, situation. Like, having a the, the table set in a way to just compete, you know? And, like, business. I I found myself, like, trying to start little businesses just to play ball, like, I love competition, and it's not to beat up someone. It's not to, like, I'm number one. It's the game of it. Okay. You know? Do you, do you understand what I'm saying? I'm trying to—
0: I understand what you're saying. That's not the best motive. Like it's, If we it's go back not. to what is the best motive for the people, it's not I want to play ball. <laughs>
1: I know, and I'm, and I'm just trying to be honest. Well, like, I love that. Let's I, my, I, like, I'm just trying to be really real right now. In because the past,
0: this has been a motive, and it's not necessarily the best one.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't think that it's wrong for a small business primarily to be motivated by wanting to give value. Mm-hmm. But if you're going to be in business, there's going to be a natural type of competition that you're going to want. Oh, and yeah. I feel, I feel like that is best to create more value for people. If you're gonna have so there's a lot of great coffee shops out there and we follow a lot that are in memphis we really love uh french truck we really love onyx coffee lab in arkansas la colombe really big in in philadelphia all over the place um you know we follow them right well if if that coffee shop moved into martin
0: oh my goodness oh
1: my goodness right now i'm (laughs) constantly comparing myself to them i'm constantly evaluating like what if what if we were next door what if we jumped to memphis you know, what, what if we go to Arkansas? What if we go to Louisiana and, and we started coffee shopping? We're right next door. What value do they give that I don't? Okay. And so then, then I have this list, right? Okay, well, they give this, they give this, they give this. Um, can I do that? Can I be better? Does this align with my mission to give it, to give more value in this way? And what that does is it creates more value for the consumer. So now the city of, of Martin, the people of Martin are getting this amazing 100 year old renovated coffee shop with uh, a brand new like slayer espresso machine this huge $20,000 investment for this machine they're getting crafted signature drinks why because i want to compete i want to be the best and my motive is to serve but there is a competitive side of that that's very healthy there's nothing
0: wrong with that inside of doing that i i I get it (sighs) and i think as long as your compass is it's it's You have to calibrate that compass. Is your compass to serve the people? Right. I I think you're so right. Is your compass, is that your spine of your story, that you want them to have a better experience and that you want to have a better environment to make those memories? And if that's the case, then you can compare yourself to, you know.
1: Whoever, man. Whoever
0: you want. I love La Colombe as an example because they're part of that third wave coffee, you know, which is amazing. But if you want to go back to just the green giant, And use that as your as your competition. Well, the sky's the limit.
1: Right. Well, I I think that I think that's healthy. I think that is necessary. I feel like uh, that can really lead us uh, towards going toward like inside the right direction instead of being in a small town. It's very hard to have a natural competitiveness about you, and then to not give a reaction. You were talking about a reaction to a small business coming into a small town not really a response because it's it's immediate. You don't even think before you do it.
0: It's impulsive.
1: Yeah, well, being a small business owner is impulsive sometimes. And I feel like having that natural compass that you're talking about, if you are to start a business in any area, specifically an area that is filled with small town politics, where Mm -hmm. you see these same people every single day, You really have to be careful and guide yourself every day. And that, I mean, that's been, that's been hard for me sometimes because I, I want to be the best so desperately. I just want that. I want that. I think about it every single day and it drives me to creating more of a menu to giving more to customers and doing that because the way to becoming number one, the way to becoming that is an, it's a natural, like discipline for me, right? It's not to say that I'm number one. I don't want validation, what I really want is to say, hey, I have committed. I have had enough discipline. I have trained enough staff to be able to do this, and people are responding in that way. Right. But I don't know. I think it's, uh, it's a hard thing that I, continue, that I continue to struggle with, like the, that compass of, hey, you know, our motivation is customers right now. Right. So a big test, and we've talked about this a little bit before in one of our other podcasts, um, a reaction versus a response. So okay. um, another business that opened up in our small downtown, which is great, on Lyndall, uh, called Life is What You Bake It. And they're a bakery from Gleason, I think. Weekly County. They're, they're around this area. They moved into our downtown on Lindell Street. We have a bakery called Lindell Street Bakery. They moved in. Um, my initial response um, was. Reaction? Yeah, sorry. My, my initial re- reaction was, okay, we got we to do this. We got to move here. We got to do this marketing plan. And then we took some time and you helped me with this. So he's like, you know, this is, this is awesome. Like, let's think about Martin f- for a second. okay Okay. let's think about all the new businesses that have moved in to martin tennessee let's think about the oyster bar that just moved in let's think about the hawk's nest that just moved in let's think about burke's that is coming down the street that just moved in let's Mm -hmm. think about life's what you bake it let's think about there's another cupcake place that's opening up somewhere else um that's around this little immediate area okay The, the people are getting so much more value because there's more options and what does that do that pushes lindell street bakery our bakery to perform better, to have a better menu, to, to go more, right?
0: I'm going to interrupt and say, <clears throat> anytime that you have another business come to the downtown, it is an opportunity to bring a new audience or the same audience, or whatever, to bring people down there. And while they're down there, they're going to have value. And they're going to go and they're going to check out other shops. They're getting
1: used to coming to the downtown exactly. to get what they're looking for.
0: I was saying earlier... I'm so excited about the oyster bar opening, the blue oak oyster bar opening on the corner. And I was asking John the other day, I was like, D- do you think that's going to bring more business to the Opera House and bring more business to A.B. Cheatham's? And you're like, yeah, absolutely. Because they're getting in the habit of, let me come downtown, let me check out this new place. Right. Oh, while I'm down here, let me walk around. Ooh, I love this vibe. Oh, hey, what's that shop? Oh, that's A.B. Cheatham's. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm going to have to check that out next time. <laughs> and it's a great opportunity. Just to get that
1: foot traffic, man. Foot traffic—that's like, a big deal. that vibe like, that
0: everyone wants. Everyone wants to live in a cute small town. And what
1: I've been, so we know this, like we know this, like and, and it's been so much a part of like our business decisions and, and like what how we tried to market and what we tried, what value we, and what value that we have tried to give. But it's very frustrating that that what we realize and what the the fact is that more business brings more foot traffic is sometimes not realized inside of the, the, the city officials and the people who are trying to get more businesses in. Because, you know, coalitions form, right? Businesses get together um, that sometimes are not motivated by uh, the community. And then that becomes policy and discouragement for other businesses to come in. And, and that's hard when you have all well, these people. The
0: fear f- of someone else's um, sales. Uh, well,
1: let's let the market decide that. Right. Why? Why should there be a lack of, of people coming in that hinders more value being given? See, the public should be able to decide that. And what I love about social is that you're able to go directly to the public. How's um, the sidetrack? But, you know, it's, it's frustrating, Courtney, it's been frustrating for us to know that this coffee shop has brought, you know, it's 120, 240 people walking in our shop a day. A day. A day. and that, we don't have drive that means
0: that is in the door. That's
1: in the door. They're parking downtown. They're coming into our shop, and then they're walking. Yes. So all the businesses that are next to us, all the service businesses, are getting more foot traffic Exposure. because of our shop. That's reality. That's a fact, right? Well, why then are, are those businesses, some of them, some of them um, kind of shady towards us, kind of petty towards us? That kinda sucks.
0: That's well, a misunderstanding. I'm well,
1: I don't understand how to convince and I think to to relate it back to other people who are wanting to start businesses in small mm-hmm. towns, you gotta realize that, you know <laughs> you're not there to you're not you, you cannot let pettiness and you cannot let other business, the lack of other businesses supporting or the lack of the organizational structure or the of peer. a chamber or yeah, or or your peers inside of business, that, you know, their motives are a little bit different you know their motives might be i i must convert that customer to money i must right well if they're only thinking about money and not the value to the customer mm-hmm. then they're not going to support any new business at all because the motivation is money our motivation has always been not even money like one we want to serve we want to serve martin but listen now i'll be honest my greater goal in all of this is to build libraries in nepal my greater goal is in nepal like my family are missionaries over there. I, I spent a couple of years over there traveling. My heart, my whole motivation is Nepal, okay? I love my town. I love my town, and I am motivated by it, but I, I'm trying to do some long-term impact there because they don't have opportunity. A lot, of the, a lot of the kids that we're helping don't have opportunity of a better life unless someone steps in and offers them access inside of education, specifically inside of literacy. So that, that's where my head's at, man. I don't want to be bothered, but sometimes I get caught up inside of these little, I don't know what you call it, scats, like these little battles, almost scats. scats, little scats. And it just, I'll get caught up in it. And then my competitive side will take control. And then I'll find myself like kind of in this weird mindset. Yeah. And then I, and there goes, there goes a week. Yeah. And then I'm thinking, then it just hits me like a ton of bricks. It's like, what the crap am I doing right
0: now? Why am I getting caught up in this? It's not about getting caught up in this.
1: Yeah. Number one, I shouldn't get caught up in this because, uh, people deserve more value Mm -hmm. in my community. Number two, my motive's not money. So what's the big deal? Right. Right. And if I can keep on recalibrating my compass towards that, I've always found that I've, I've been a lot more like happier. And then the business has done a lot better. People don't want, people are kind of strange sometimes, you know, as a community community, I believe it's very socialistic in a way, you know, they want everyone to get along. The yes. community wants everyone to get along. Yes. They want a really big hug around everybody. This is and why they, I relate. Th- th- this is why you relate. And Courtney, I see that.
0: I relate to the public.
1: But I, you know, um, and I we can end this point and move on to the next, but sometimes I struggle with, you know, that more of a socialistic type of, of view to businesses getting along with another to provide more value and Mr. Capitalism, that it is, I'm number one, and I'm on top. But a rising tide floats all boats, right? I know it's so generic to say that.
0: Yeah, I know. It's better to support your fellow man.
1: Yeah, I mean, more competition gives more value to people. It does. Um, you know, Let's talk about burning bridges.
0: Burning bridges.
1: What do you think about that?
0: Okay, so I could think about burning bridges in a couple of ways. One way is... A reaction out of fear. We kind of already touched on it. Maybe there has been a scat, and you thought, "Okay, I don't need you. I don't need anyone. I don't need you." I swear, when I'm 18, I'm out of here. No. When
1: when uh, you feel betrayed by the people who you're trying to serve, you can you can definitely burn some bridges. When you feel betrayed by people who are supposed to be in alliance with you, you can definitely burn some bridges. And and that that is a, is very hard to really say. You know, I've been wronged. I don't feel like this is a fair system. I don't feel like I'm being treated right. But you know what? I'm gonna see you every single day because we live mm-hmm. in a small town. Yes. I'm gonna, I'm gonna honestly We're gonna run mend into this. We
0: each other at Walmart four times. Yeah.
1: You know, I've gotten, I don't have any angst against anyone. Yeah. I feel like I've been done qu- quite wrong inside of this system. You okay. Been done Very, wrong. I've been done wrong. I've been treated wrongly. But guess what? Um, who cares? Yeah. I mean, my, my mind's on giving um, you know more value to people inside this community and for building libraries in Nepal. So, so why be hung up on it, right? That being said, I think you should learn and know who's around you and know when to step up for yourself.
0: There, that is very important. If you see... Oh, my goodness. I don't want to get too ugly. Look at us. We're just Martin Folk. Okay. I don't want to get too prickly or too ugly or anything but if you have constantly had an interaction with someone who is not who has made it clear that they are not your friend yeah. and they do not want you to succeed and they have m- possibly said things about you yeah. to other people so that you won't go there or trying to shine a light on your imperfections instead of your successes it's close like, that door well maybe i'm just not gonna
1: restrict myself
0: but maybe i'm not gonna knock on your door. Maybe yeah. I'm not going to seek you out for help next time. And maybe I'm just just going to kind of remove that from my life yeah. because you've got to have some common sense. And not everyone is there to help you and to rise your boat. Yeah. You know, not everyone is there to let everyone succeed. And some people want us to go and some people want us to fail and they want to show that... Um, We were too young and we couldn't make it. Yeah. And let's watch them fail so that uh, it shows how right we were and how wrong they were. And... When
1: you reach any sort of level of success, it will make a lot of people upset. And it will drive them mad because they're not able to generate that for themselves.
0: It's just... I'm not saying burn that bridge. I'm just saying Don't
1: go down that road. Don't go down. Don't cross that bridge anymore. There you go.
0: I love these metaphors. I do
1: too. Because it's important to know and not not be naive. If someone's gonna stab you in the back, if someone's gonna stab yourself.
0: God, so many metaphors. Stabbing in stabbing in back. Sorry. Um don't go down that bridge. Yeah. Stand up for yourself. But
1: but be cordial. Like understand that this this person is against you. Understand that you know, this group of people does not need to be messed with.
0: Oh, it's one of those things where you have to smile through it, no matter what. And that's not being fake. That's a big not Southern being thing. Oh,
1: bless your heart.
0: No, I'm not. No one says that anymore.
1: Yes, they do. Okay, but where are like, you living at?
0: Okay, what I'm bless trying to Bless your
1: say heart. Like, you don't you don't think people say that no more?
0: <laughs> what I'm trying to say is, if you see someone at an event, you know, yeah. say hi to them. Don't like. Give them shade and, and go eyes. to the events.
1: Go. Do not cut yourself off. Join yes. Listen, right now, I went through a little phase. I was like, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to be around anything. I'm not going to join anything. I am going to join every single social group. I, I might run for mayor one day. Like, I oh want to be just put it in the so atmosphere. ingrained inside of Martin that I know how to better serve people. Like, don't let uh, people who are not supportive and and bridges that you have that you could have burned. Don't let that stop you from being more engaged in your community, because your community needs you to be more engaged.
0: Because that's what the citizens want. The that's citizens what the, want it's
1: about the people. More,
0: more, more. Yes,
1: it's about the freaking people, and Everyone so long. Everyone
0: wants to have the cute town with all the events and go to the farmers market.
1: You must focus on people. You must focus on people, because in a small town, inside of small town politics, with businesses kind of at one another, which there's no reason. There's plenty to go around. Honestly, there's plenty to go around. It is a trap. To get caught in that, and it is their trap to set for you, mm-hmm. because they gain more, they gain more, by you being caught up and not focusing on your motives and your passion and your purpose, which is to serve people. Okay. And uh, yeah, close that, close close the bridge down, but don't burn it. Don't make a public display.
0: And stand up for yourself.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I, I love standing up for I- myself. I love mm, sticking it to. <laughs> Yeah, Tony's okay. in the background laughing at us. You probably can't see her. I, I hid her behind a ficus tree, uh, but she's kind of back there her working her away.
0: I just want to kind <laughs> of a message. Okay. Um, I just want to say a message to the people who want to start the business and might be intimidated. Come on anyway, start the business anyway. Um, get connected, and and plant your feet, and and. Welcome.
1: Treat people with respect. Yeah. Understand. Don't,
0: don't approach this like, with your walls up. I yes. mean, come on, like we can, we can do this together. So come on, start your business, whatever it is, you are welcome here. Yeah. And you know, what's that? Stand up for yourself, but don't have up walls.
1: And I want to say something about Martin. Like I, I, if you are thinking about Martin, Tennessee to start a bakery, to start um, something that we don't have, like like a pizza joint or a microbrewery or oh. or anything else. I will support you. I will go to your business. I will help design your business plan. I will help run your cost analysis. Or you I, don't need
0: any of that I, I, from John. Or you don't you need don't anything. It. What did you say? I'm just saying it's like, come on so that I can help you with all of Or you can do it on your own. Or or
1: you have it all figured out. Or
0: we can help you. Like the
1: Oyster Bar had all their stuff figured out. They
0: did. They just rolled up in here and they were like, bam.
1: I just want to help. Like if you don't want to help, fine. But know that you have a supporter. Know that you have someone that will be a loud voice in supporting your business and growing in this area. Because I do believe that Martin is a great place. It, it is a great place to live. It's a great place to be. It is something that I believe we can grow community around, and people can be supportive because there are more supportive people who want businesses there than there are people, even in organizational structures, that don't.
0: Absolutely, it's like if we're talking about the Martin Tennessee fan club. Yeah. I mean, John is waving a flag, leading leading the crowd. Get
1: people in here. Let's he's do this. Like thing.
0: Martin's number one fan.
1: Absolutely, I, and genuinely, I am. I really feel like this town is already great but it has a lot of potential to be something so much more, so, so much greater than it already is. And there are people that, are, that have great positions that really believe that as well. Yeah. And I want that to be a motive behind that because if we together can, as a collective of businesses and people who offer services to people and in government control as well, truly want to give more to Martin Tennessee, truly want to be inside of our freaking city, then we can become something great. But we don't accomplish anything with this pettiness, with this, I'm, I'm not going to approve this here. And like, t- I, I'm going to give some examples Okay. and then, then we're going to stop the podcast. Cause I don't want to start ranting about some things that I have been upset about that still touch a nerve with me. Okay. Okay. Brand, uh, I'm going to set the stage.
0: Let's talk about it.
1: Brand new to the Martin area, brand new to not, to not really understanding how to provide a service-based business inside of coffee. Opening day, opening day. August 18th, 2017, packed out crowd, everyone supporting us, we get a certified letter. So you can pay, post office, to deliver certified letters that you have to sign for. And they are delivered on a certain day, okay? I get in the middle of all the crowd, I go check the lobby, picking up dishes, and I get the postman. He comes to me and says, hey, this is a certified letter. I didn't know what it was. I didn't know what the certified letter was at that time. I said, okay, I take it. He's like, no, you have to sign for this. I was like, why do I have to sign for it? This, this proves that you got this at this time on this date right now. Okay, okay, fine.
0: Which, some, which whoever sends it is wanting it to happen on that day.
1: On that day. So I get it. I take it out. I go to the back. I, I mean, it's busy, but I, I read it real fast. I'm kind of worried. I was like, it's, kind of, it's kind of strange. Like, you know, what is this? I get a citation for the vinyl being on my windows and not being approved. My white Martin Coffee House vinyl, non-intrusive, not meeting the historical district code. I just
0: want to say we've being approved. Other letters from the city for different announcements, or you know, time to redo, you know, dues or whatever it is, and those have all just come regularly in the mail. But it was
1: a statement, just saying, hey, um, yeah, you're gonna, you know, here's where the real control is at. You know, you're gonna be fined uh, with your white vinyl, non-intrusive, uh, you know, logo on your window, mm-hmm. and we're gonna make sure that goes on your opening day, bud. Yeah, I had, a, I had a problem with that, and, uh, and it was just it's little things that that is what, if you're going to come to a small town, I think Martin's going to grow beyond that. I think there's going to be a shift inside of um, the people who are, who are here that, that will allow better progress to come, but you know, here's a heads up, you're going to a small town, you're going to deal with stuff like that. And you, gotta, you, have to, you have to take those blows.
0: It's in every small town.
1: So I went to the committee, and, and I appealed. I said, hey, you know, I'm, I'm a new business. I, d- I wasn't aware. And um, you know, I, I am upset that this was sent on this day. All that was denied. But you know, what, do, what do I need to do? And So they approved me for my logo windows. Um, and then there you go. Did you um, have to pay a
0: fine?
1: No, I ended up not. If I would not have addressed the issue and gone before the committee then I would have had to pay a pretty hefty fine
0: okay. and then I'd
1: fine every single day. And it's automatically, I think it c- comes out of your like, it's somehow connected to your water power. I don't know. Th- they just extract it from you. Okay. But you know, it's been little things like that. And we've, we've, we've faced a lot of, of backlashes like that. And I feel like, you know, it's not been out of, out of a motive to be, to better the city. Cause we better the city. We bring traffic to downtown. We serve our people here because that's our motive. And if that's that just
0: something that I'm like, I am not a braggadocious person. OK, I in fact, sometimes I'm guilty of like not celebrating our successes enough because I don't want to seem too braggy or prideful. But I will stand on that for the rest of my life that we have helped
1: this downtown, this downtown big time.
0: And I'm not saying we're solely responsible. No, I am so proud of the events that the library has been putting on. Did you know that they have events every single day? Yeah. They bring <laughs> in deal. a crowd every single day in our itty-bitty little library. And it just goes to show it is time to expand. And yeah. I am so excited for how oh, yeah. that new library is just going to house everyone. And it's going to be a beautiful, wonderful it's space. It's going to be
1: amazing. But so much I value given to people for that. And my point that. is
0: that... It's not just us bringing a crowd down here, but I am proud of us, yeah, and I do think that it should be noticed
1: so in all of this in all of all of politics and all of the little battles between businesses, have to keep a focus if you're going to do this, you can do this, you can. We'll help walk you through it if you want. We have these really great uh, resources on Fernway Fox about basic business practices, how to run accounts, all of this great stuff. So you, you can have that for free. You know, we have some things that we charge for as well. But you can do it, okay? But realize that this is this is a battle that you're going to face and your opponents are people who you never thought that you'd have to have any sort of negativity or, or, or like conflict with. The conflict that I thought that we would face with doing this, the hardships, it's been harder. It's been harder dealing with people and, and relationships that I didn't know that they were really against us, then, then it has been starting this business. For me, Courtney, it's been the hardest thing trying to start a business, dealing with these little, like very annoying, time consuming, mentally consuming um, things. And I've only been able to overcome that and to establish a strong business that makes great profit, that gives back to libraries in Nepal by readjusting that compass every single time. Why do we exist? Why do you exist? Well, if you own a service business, you exist to serve people. Mm -hmm. Are you serving people every single day? Mm -hmm. Yes or no. Are your motives to serve people? Yes or no. What are you doing to greater serve people? And if you have competition, which you will, write down all of the ways that they serve that you don't. And sometimes you're not going to be able to do that.
0: And my message to those business owners is, you know, if you don't have those ways of serving people, Um, Don't get hung up on it. No, step up your own game. Yeah. That's my message to business owners.
1: Let me make one small note. How can you be better? Yeah. And like, in the last thing to say, like, sometimes you can become very overwhelmed. Oh, no, what? It's not not working. Like, my ideas are not working. My business is not thriving. What am I doing? Should I change? Should I do this? You should have a core principle, right? You should have your business plan laid out. And the, the changes that you make should not counteract that. You don't want to morph. Into something that's unnatural to you, right. something that does not align with the reason why you existed. For instance, we've had a lot of people say, "Hey, you should really serve burgers," like, like seriously, this is a freaking coffee shop, we'll and they that have to said the grind. They've that, got great burgers they do. The too. grind's amazing. Go to the grind. But they said I've well, they've stopped us in Walmart while we're shopping with twenty gallons of milk and yeah. said, "Hey, have you ever thought about flat top burgers?"
0: Well, what the crap.
1: Flat top burgers? We don't have any. Like we're serving chicken salad on a fresh baked croissant and wraps. I burgers. don't want
0: to grill or fry anything, but I appreciate you coming to talk to me.
1: Why well, didn't you say that? I just say, yeah, maybe so.
0: I I <laughs>
1: I just say yeah. I say, oh yeah, That's maybe. A good idea. Yeah. I just let it roll off.
0: I am glad that they want to contribute because I, that shows me how much it's. I guess their what? Place.
1: I'm not gonna devalue their ideas by saying, oh yeah, that would never work. I was and like, because you, know you know what? Maybe we'll maybe maybe maybe. There's something in there. Because if people are expressing what they want, then you can evaluate if you can give that. But you should not we should not serve burgers. Why? Because it does not align. It's
0: not part of our spot. It's, it's, not, it's
1: not a part of our spine. It's not a part of like what value that we want to offer. You cannot offer all value to all people.
0: We don't we don't right? have a drive-thru. We
1: don't have a drive-thru. We don't have like soup. We don't have french fries, right? We also don't have okra. So we're not able to give these types of things because that doesn't align with who we are. So what
0: we do opposite that is we say, no, we don't have a drive through but we're not here to give you that value point of fast and speedy right. on the go. Our value point is come in, sit, have an experience in our atmosphere, so relax. So
1: let's bring this back to small business. When, when you are trying to evaluate the success of your business and what moves you want to make, Make sure that you don't start down this path. of It's called mission drift. There's a, there's a good book on that. That's more of a humanitarian, uh, spiritual type of thing. Like your mission is drifted into a whole of thing. Be very specific with the value that you want to give. Evaluate that and double down on it. Mm-hmm. Because people like, are going to get confused. There's been a lot of coffee shops that we have observed and seen their growth. And oh, why the goodness. heck are you offering steak at a coffee shop? Why do you have, like, a massive menu? What even is that? Mm-hmm. And they've developed into this thing where people are just like, yeah, I don't even know who they are anymore. Like, I don't even know what's going on. I walk Like, wh- in what there. the crap is that?
0: I don't want to see a green bean casserole. Uh, Next to, like,
1: uh, an Americano. Like, what's going on here? Do you know what happened? Let's identify what happened. They moved into a space uh, that people kept on saying, hey, I would like this. Hey, I, I would want like this. This. I want this. They did not watch who they originally were, and they they morphed into this awkward, mm-hmm. unnatural thing, and that will never be as successful as someone who stays true to who they are. So
0: that's happened to a lot uh, of businesses. a huge
1: mm-hmm. amount of people. Now you got to be confident. You got you got to stand strong, and you got to know. Who you are? Evaluate your strengths. Know how you give value. List your value points. Give those value points. Acknowledge that other people have different values. Guess what? That's okay.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, don't be insecure about that. We're and Try to be morph. Be
0: beat out by some of these places. Yeah. Uh, but we beat them out in other ways too.
1: Yeah. We give more value in other ways too. Mm -hmm. So now let's look, last thing we're going to say, let's look at the community as a whole. Mm -hmm. This is why we need different businesses, diverse businesses, businesses that sometimes overlap, but give different value points. Now, inside of Martin, Tennessee, Mm -hmm. you can get coffee through a drive-thru. You can get coffee inside of a cool atmosphere. You can get coffee fast. You can get coffee slow. There's a lot that can happen. There's a lot of different bars around here. There's several different burger joints, right? Mm -hmm. But they all offer different things. Yes, they overlap. But we need everybody because the people want freaking options.
0: And the other thing is um, I just don't want that to deter a business owner. Yes. Because the thing is just because there's already a – I want to be careful. I don't want to pick anyone. I'm going to make something up. uh, Clothing store. Okay. Just because there's already a women's clothing store doesn't take away your passion for wanting to provide a women's clothing store to people.
1: Just make sure that you're giving value. You know what I mean? Don't become a carbon copy. No, Let-
0: because it's your passion. It's your your desire, and so with that, bring some uniqueness. What it's unique to you. That passion to you is going to be different than the passion of the other women's clothing store owner, yeah. you know? And I think that you could bring your own unique side to it. And suddenly, if I want to go here for shoes, cool, but I know they've got a really great, I don't know, top over there. And yeah. I can go to both for different things.
1: So it's about value. And small town politics, is very difficult to navigate. It's very difficult to not become consumed with and reactionary to but the way to get out of it, the way to focus on it, is about giving value. Wouldn't you say, Court?
0: I would. In a message to the citizens, try everyone.
1: Yeah. Like, honestly, go try everybody. Um, you know, go see if someone's giving more value somewhere else. I think that's great. You know, because it really would show the people who are giving the most value. And if that person's giving more value to you, go support that business. Do that.
0: Yeah, but that doesn't... I mean, I'm just I just don't think it ties you down. It's not like
1: well, this not like I'm it, on
0: the blue team, so I can never go to the red team. Yeah, it's not
1: like that. People are loyal to value. And I think that there can be a consistency with a customer base mm-hmm. when they are consistently having the value that they seek. So you know growing loyalty inside of a business is really it's, it's a how, how can I give consistent and more value all of the time? Yeah. And when that happens, I mean, it's not really forming an a B. Uh, like a blue team, red team. It's really saying this team gives me the most, so I'm going to continually support them because they have sacrificed to give me what I'm, what I'm seeking. And that can become loyalty. And that's the only thing that loyalty really is. So try everybody, find what gives you the most value, and then support that business. Yeah, cool. absolutely. This has been great. Act Natural Podcast, coming at you. Fresh.
0: With video. With
1: video. We'll see you guys next time. Thank you so much for listening.
0: You didn't have to, and you did. You chose us, and that makes me so happy that we were able to just spend just a some bit. time together, work on some some conversation, talk.
1: Helps me, man.
0: I It definitely helps, John. Therapy. It's it's good. It's good for me, too, and um, I hope that we can bring some value to you guys through this conversation. And kind of diving in, dissecting small town politics and what they are in our town. Thank you guys so much. And we'll catch you next time. Bye.